Well, hello, hello, my ambitious friends, and welcome to 2000 Books, where we bring you the most important actionable ideas from the world's greatest books for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm your host and former computer engineer turned entrepreneur, Manny Laya. Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goldman. Now, here's the thing. Most people believe that success in life is directly correlated to their intelligence level or their IQ. But is that true? Unfortunately, not. Here's the thing. We actually need emotional intelligence in order to be able to harness the most out of our raw intellectual horsepower. So this book really teaches us how to do that, how to use our emotional intelligence in order to get the very best out of ourselves, how to manage our emotions, how to harness the power of our emotions, and how to work with others. Some key fundamental skills in life in order to be able to do our very best. Let's talk about specific actionable ideas on how to develop emotional intelligence. First actionable idea is mindfulness meditation. Now, mindfulness meditation has so many scientifically proven benefits that are exactly related to emotional intelligence. Let me just read out some of them. So mindfulness meditation, these are the scientifically proven benefits. It helps reduce anxiety, depression, stress, nervousness. Not only that, it helps improve self-awareness, awareness of emotions, metacognition, pain tolerance, impulse control, optimism, grit, compassion, self-compassion, performance under pressure, brain performance. There are over 900 studies that I have found that literally talk about meditation and how powerful it, that is, and especially mindfulness meditation. And I want to make sure that you are doing mindfulness meditation. So make sure to download my guided meditation audio. I've been meditating for 20 years and what I have put together for you is a really simple 15-minute guided mindfulness meditation audio. You can just go to 2000books.com slash meditate and download that meditation audio and start meditating right now, right now. So you can just press play on the meditation audio, sit down and meditate every single day. And also I'll send you a few emails about how to meditate the right way. It's like a mini course on meditation. So hopefully you enjoy it. All right. Um, Again, as I said, meditation is the ultimate power strategy when it comes to developing emotional intelligence because it kind of touches on all the different five components of emotional intelligence. If there's one thing, one actionable idea, one specific thing you can do to develop emotional intelligence, it is mindfulness meditation. Another great exercise and rather simple one is to just write down the emotion you're feeling when you're feeling a strong emotion, write down the emotion as it pops up in your brain. Just the act of naming that emotion, being able to write it down, diffuses the power of that emotion in your amygdala, in your lizard brain, because your language center gets engaged. Your prefrontal cortex now gets engaged as soon as you have to give a name, as soon as you have to define that thing. And not only that, when you start writing down those emotions, you will develop an emotional voc- vocabulary and you develop your self-awareness. All right, the third actionable idea is cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, we talk about a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy in the book Feeling Good by Dr. David Burns. Actually, cognitive behavioral therapy is one of the most powerful ways to uh, help treat depression. So I highly recommend this book for anyone who's struggling with a lot of negative challenges and negative thoughts. Uh, This book will really help you. We have included this uh, book, uh, Feeling Good, in our 2X Mental Toughness program where we have other 60 books summaries on self-confidence, self-esteem, building mental toughness, and all those things. So check it out at 2000books.com slash tough. Now I'm going to give you a quick overview, a four-step overview of cognitive behavioral therapy. Of course, I go into a lot more detail 
detail, around 20 minutes of details on how to actually do cognitive behavioral therapy when we do this book summary. So first of all, you're going to notice that you are having some challenging emotion. Maybe it's depression, maybe your anxiety or whatever it is. Then you're going to ask yourself, what thought, what specific thought is leading to that emotion? It's not the situation, but what's the thought about that situation that's leading to that event, that emotion? What thought is leading to that emotion? The event is leading to a thought, which is leading to emotion. What's the thought, right? Now you're going to ask yourself, what is the distortion in your thoughts? And no matter how good you think you are in terms of your thinking, and you might think that you have no distortion, there are actually 10 commonly known cognitive distortions that cause these negative emotions. And these distortions are usually the root cause of all these challenging emotions. And you can uh, get the list of all those distortions when you get the summary of this book, Feeling Good in Our Mental Toughness Program. So you have all these uh, cognitive distortions that cause these challenging emotions inside of you, once you, under, once you understand that these are the distortions, now you can actually respond to this, respond to this negative thought to yourself. So you can actually f- uh, have a dialogue with this distorted thinking. You can rationally respond to your own distorted thoughts because you can see the cognitive distortion in your thinking. You can see that you are just globalizing something or you're just making everything, or you're t- making a mountain of a molehill or you're taking one little experience and extrapolating it. There's so many different cognitive distortions that are out there. These are just some examples of those. So, this was a really simple outline of cognitive behavioral therapy. We talk about that in a lot more great detail in the summary of the book, Feeling Good in R2X Mental Toughness Program. So check that out. All right. The fourth actionable idea is to change your physiology. One of my favorite ways, actually, because changing your physiology literally changes your biochemistry. Just standing in a powerful position will increase your dominance hormones and reduce your stress hormones. Dominance hormone being testosterone, stress hormone being cortisol. And in the book, limited power, Tony Robbins talks about the power of physiology and the words and the pictures you're holding in your mind and how that actually affects your emotional state. And I actually did a video on how I walked on 10 feet of red hot burning coal just by using these techniques, by, the, by harnessing the power of physiology, the words, and the pictures, I was able to do that. And I have a video of that on our channel. I'll make sure to link it up here as well. And we have the complete summary of Unlimited Power in our 2X Mental Toughness program. Now, here's another power hack, a really simple power hack. Whenever you're feeling depressed, stressed, fearful, nervous, anxious, just stand up. Stand up in a powerful, in a power pose like a Superman, occupying a lot of space. Maybe spread your hands in the air or maybe put your hands right by your waist and stand up in that power pose for two minutes. What will happen is, again, the same thing. Your testosterone goes up, your cortisol goes down, and now suddenly you start to change your biochemistry and you are feeling different. And in the book Presence, Dr. Amy Cuddy actually talks about this in great detail, how this actually works. And of course, we covered that book as well in our Mental Toughness program. So check that out. And one of my favorite hacks, along with these uh, power body language hacks, is simply changing your biochem, changing your physiology to go walking or running. That itself will shake you out of a mood. When I am feeling like I'm in a funk, and when I'm feeling a little down, I go for a run. And if I go for a run for 30 minutes or 45 minutes for an hour, I'll suddenly forget about that down mood and I will be in a completely new state. Um, the changing of that physiology will completely change my biochemistry and I'm a new person. That's one of my favorite ways to dominate my negative emotions in some ways. 
All right. By the way, make sure you download this mind map for free because you can literally get access to all these ideas at your fingertips any given moment. And to order to download this mind map, all you have to do is click on the I button here at the top right corner of the screen or just go to 2000books.com slash self and you can download this mind map. So make sure to get this mind map, okay? All right, the next actionable idea is deep breathing. Now, this is a very simple exercise. When you are stressed out, when you are nervous, use this one, okay? Breathe in using this pattern. Breathe, you are, you're going to be breathing in in this pattern just for maybe 10 breaths, maybe for a minute, and suddenly you'll be able to see a difference in your emotional state. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna inhale to the count of four, hold your breath to the count of four, and exhale to the count of eight with your mouth open. So let me just do it with you. Inhale to the count of four. Hold to the count of four. And now exhale to the count of eight. That's it. And you repeat this pattern for 10 breaths. What that does is it gives control back to your prefrontal cortex away from your amygdala and you're back to being centered again. So a really powerful exercise, really simple exercise. If you just do it for one minute, you will get control back, especially when you're angry. Try to do this. Try to do this deep breathing pattern for just 10 breaths. Inhale, hold, exhale. Make sure the exhale is at least twice as long as your inhale because that's when it really cools you down in some ways. Really simple uh, hack. It's actually been proven, this simple breathing pattern has been proven to reduce your blood pressure as well. So a very powerful breathing pattern here. All right, the next actionable idea is to architect a small win. When you are feeling unmotivated, lazy, lethargic, sad, or in a funk, you assign yourself a small task. Even write it on a small piece of paper and then when you complete it, cross it off from the piece of paper. It'll give you an emotional boost. It'll give you a sense of completion, a sense of victory, and then you're ready to take on a bigger challenge. I, I use this quite often, especially when I'm feeling like I'm in a funk. I will assign myself a small task, arrange this task, or a small task like uh, do the dishes, or small task like uh, arrange the bedroom. Anything like that, I'll assign myself the task, and then I'm going to complete it. Even if it takes just five minutes, once I complete it, I cross it off from the piece of paper, and I feel good. I feel that I've uh, I've accomplished something, and now I can go and accomplish bigger victories. So, architect a small win—a great way to get yourself out of a funk. Another great actionable idea is to help others in need. One of the most powerful ones in the book *Upside of Stress*. Dr. Kelly McGonigal talks about how uh, they did research studies and found that mortality rate goes down by 33 percent if we spend time on a weekly basis helping others in need. Of course, we covered this book uh, in detail in our Mental Toughness program, so check it out at 2000books.com slash tough. Another book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Uh, it's one of the, Dale Carnegie talks about the idea of how helping others in need is one of the greatest ways to change your own moods for the better, how that itself will stop all the worry and help you enjoy your life. And I have a complete video of this book of how to stop worrying and start living and the eight best ideas from it. And it's right here. So you can click on this video when you get this mind map and you'll be able to watch this video. So help others in need. All right, number eight in the list of actionable ideas to build emotional intelligence is empathy exercise. Now, this is really simple. Try to read other people's emotions by just watching their nonverbals. And you'll be surprised how 
accurate you can be when you start to develop this practice. Develop this practice of reading their face, reading their eyes, reading their smile, reading their the way their hands are, reading the way they're sitting, reading the way they're standing, reading the way um, they're walking. All of those over time, as you do this again and again, you will develop the ability to to watch people's nonverbals and realize what emotions they are feeling. When I went to a Tony Robbins seminar called Unleash the Power Within, one of the exercises he made us do was split us up into pairs of two, let's say person A and person B. And person A was asked to enact, to, to go into a specific emotional state, whatever they want. And person B was supposed to figure out what emotional state person A was in. And usually one of the best ways to do that was to start to actually adopt the same specific physical state that person A was in. If person B were to adopt that physical state, they would certainly start to feel that emotion. And that's the key. To be able to just be able to feel people's emotions, to be able to understand people's emotions just by watching them is a very powerful uh, strength you can develop. And it's a very powerful uh, key to develop your emotional intelligence, right? It develops empathy. Another actionable exercise is to reframe. Now, reframing is a very powerful way to handle any negative uh, negative thoughts or feelings you have about a situation, no matter how difficult the situation, if you ask yourself, how will this situation turn out to my advantage? And why is this good for me? Now you're reframing that to something positive. And you can even reframe your past failures, how that specific failure helped you move forward, how it made a positive impact in your life. And in the book, Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins talks about a lot of specific reframes, different kinds of reframes. And we, of course, summarize the whole book in our mental toughness program. Check it out at 2000books.com slash tough. Another great reframe is to realize that the obstacle that's standing in the way is the way forward. And there's a whole book by that name called Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, um, which it says um, the one of the most powerful quotes in the book is by is from Marcus Aurelius, the great Stoic philosopher. He said, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. He's literally reframing the impediment as something that advances action. He's reframing what's standing in the way, the obstacle in the way, is the way forward. A great book, by the way, to check it out. And it's also in our mental toughness program. We summarize the book in there as well. So check it out. All right. Another and probably the last actionable idea we are going to talk about is how, not what. When the words from people are in conflict with how they're saying them, you have to trust how they're saying rather than what they're saying. You have to trust their body language, their tonality, their gestures, their voice. As you might have heard, 93% of communication is nonverbal, and that's actually true. We have to trust the nonverbals, not the words that are coming out of their mouth. So don't trust what they said. Trust how they said it. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you learned a lot about emotional intelligence from this video. 